Welcome to the Power Mom Minute. I'm your host, Stephanie Uchima Carney, and I'm a modern day business mama who believes you can have it all. This podcast is all about going behind the scenes of the lives and businesses of successful moms in business in order to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real life tactics, and favorite tools that you as a mom can use to apply to your daily life and business. It is my mission to educate, empower, and inspire moms like yourself to build your dream business while having the freedom and flexibility to enjoy life to the fullest. Power Moms, it's time to rule the world. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Power Mom Minute Podcast. This is episode 20 and an exciting episode for me because I have been podcasting for a year now. While it hasn't been consistently every single week, I did take a little bit of a break for having my third baby. But over the last year, I've learned so much in all aspects of my life. So I wanted to celebrate by giving you an episode on what I learned over the last year, whether it was in podcasting, life, business, or interviewing successful mom entrepreneurs. Today, I want to talk about the top lessons I learned from interviewing all these entrepreneurs, but also just talk a little bit about life and everything going on because I know just like most of you moms out there it's been a crazy year over the last year I feel like so much has changed and not just because of COVID but in my life in February I had my third baby so not only was I trying to transition from having two kids to three kids I was also working from home my husband working from home homeschooling a preschooler dealing with a newborn running a business and all of that so it's been a lot of transitions But I think the biggest things that I learned were actually on the business side of stuff. And I wanted to dive a little bit into that because I have an exciting announcement to come in a couple minutes. Over the last year, one of the major things that I learned in my business was to pretty much take my own advice and stop and focus on one thing, to put my head down and keep going. I have a tendency to take a lot of things on, so people who know me really well know I'm the one who volunteers for everything, I'm the one who says yes, and it's not that I have a hard time saying no, it's just I love helping people and I love doing things. Over the last year, I've had to say no to a lot of things, which I reflected in the past episode, so if you missed that, check out episode 19. But one of those things that I learned was to really think through what is important to me and what in my business I really wanted to keep going. And the thing I absolutely loved out of everything was podcasting. And podcasting was always going to be kind of a side thing for me. I'm not a big blogger. I don't really like social media that much. I try it. I dabble in it. But honestly, it frustrates me. But one of the most fun things I love doing is actually listening to podcasts and also doing them, mainly because I loved interviewing, I love talking to people, and I love just sharing random comments and thoughts and stuff that goes on in my head. And if one person listens, fine, but if I'm able to help more than one person, it's amazing. So the thing that I decided to do after reflecting really on the past six months and really last year in business is what do I want to do next? What do I want to continue doing? And for me, that's podcasting. So guys, get ready. I am about to go all in with the podcast. I love doing this. But one of the things that I had issues with, and I'm going to be completely transparent, is really just showing up and truly being me. I think I'm such a perfectionist that it was really hard for me to just show up at the mic and take imperfect action. To be consistent. 
and also just to face my fear of showing up by myself. I think recording something, I would pause, I would edit. It would take me hours and hours, honestly, to do maybe like a 15 minute episode in the beginning because I was so scared of what I was putting out there. So guys, get ready. Sorry, I am going to call you guys or mamas or maybe mommy pod. I'm not really sure yet. Kind of just rambling here. But I wanted to just be me. So get ready for that because dun, 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 I have a huge announcement. The Power Mom Minute is going to be changing its name. After the last year, while I loved talking to power moms and really interviewing mom entrepreneurs about how they do it all behind the scenes and how they're successful, I wanted to broaden that because I truly believe that you can thrive in business, motherhood, and in life all together. And Power Mom Minute just felt so masculine. So after a lot of brainstorming and a really funny coaching session that I will try and share in the next episode, I came up with a new name and the new name for the podcast starting September 1st is going to be Mommy's on a Call. And it's going to have a similar mission to the Power Mom Minute, which is uncovering the daily rituals, life lessons, real life tactics, and favorite tools to help you as a mom get the most out of life every single unpredictable day. But instead of just interviewing moms, I'm going to mix it up and make it a little more fun doing some solo episodes, sharing more about my motherhood journey, and probably bringing in some of my own mommy pod people on the show because we all need a little bit of real life and humor in our lives. If you want to learn more about the new podcast, what it's going to look like, what to expect, who I want to bring on the show, and how even this name, Mommy's on a Call, came about, then tune in next week when I share what's to come. But today I wanted to step back for a minute and dissect all of the interviews that I did. Over the last year on the podcast, I interviewed quite a few mom entrepreneurs and also offline. So if you haven't checked out, I have a series called Parenting in a Pandemic series where I interviewed 17 experts on all things to do with anxiety to stress to homeschooling to all sorts of different things happening during the pandemic and how to manage that all and how to survive. Really, the theme was how to survive during the pandemic. So add that to all of the mom entrepreneurs I've interviewed over the last year and certain themes started to emerge and I want to share those commonalities with you and also it, it kind of pushed me to why I want to change up the podcast so it's not super redundant. After interviewing all of these mom entrepreneurs three things really popped out and I'm going to dive into those. The first thing is outsourcing. All of these moms delegated and outsourced certain things. The second thing is if they were in a relationship or even if they weren't, they had someone super supportive by their side, whether it was a supportive husband, a supportive wife, a supportive friend, whatever that was, they had a supportive partner in their life. And the third thing is everyone seemed to have some sort of mindfulness or wellness practice in place, whether it was health, fitness, or whatnot. So let's dive a little bit deeper into each of these. The first major theme that emerged was that all of these moms outsourced help. Whether it was childcare help, whether it was housework, whether it was business help, whether it was even hiring a mentor or a coach or being part of a mastermind group, they were all seeking help in an aspect of their life in order to improve it. For example, outsourcing childcare to give them the time freedom because say you're working on something, if you're trying to balance managing the attention of your kid while also trying to work, the time isn't used as well. So 
either you're not being present for your kid or you're not being able to focus on your business. And I always say like if I can batch my work and have one hour consistently of time to just work, I am way more productive in that one hour than say five hours of me trying to go back and forth between the kids and working and answering an email and there's so much going on that you just lose track. So childcare, and I know it's difficult right now, especially trying to figure out childcare during the pandemic and during homeschooling, but if you can even negotiate with your husband, if you have family nearby, or even hiring a sitter for say like four hours, one day a week, whatever that is just to start to give you that time, super, super helpful. The other thing is outsourcing housework. I have a friend who hires a house manager, and I know not all of us have the luxury of doing that. And again, these were super successful entrepreneurs who average anywhere from six figures to seven figures in their businesses. And so they were able to take that time away and resources. But to have someone do the things in the house that they were spending time doing that were taking away from productive work elsewhere. That one hour of time could have been used for playing with their children or finishing up their work or whatever that is. The other thing that I found that most of these mom entrepreneurs outsourced were any sort of business admin. My mentor does this whole entrepreneurial scorecard, which I think is amazing, where it values your time. I could be answering emails, which may be like a $5 task, whereas if I had outsourced it to a VA, I could be spending that same hour doing something that's maybe like a $200 to $1,000 an hour task, such as sales or phone calls or actually coaching people, etc. The other thing that I found that most people not necessarily outsource, but ask for help with was being in a supportive group like a mastermind or hiring a mentor or coach or someone to help with their mindset and help push them along in business so that they can get to their destination faster. And so most of these people didn't do it alone. They didn't wear all the hats. They weren't mommy and business and an admin and all of the things all at once. They outsourced one of those. The second biggest lesson I learned from listening to all of these moms were, again, support. And when I say supportive partner, I don't mean it has to be your husband, but in the sense when a lot of these people were married, it was their husband that either took a step back or helped in the business in order for them to succeed. And I know we all talk about being this like 50-50, we want it to be even, but it's really hard. And the moms I interviewed who do have more of a 50-50 partnership with their husband in terms of both of them are working outside the house, they did have to outsource a lot of their help, which only meant that when they were home, they were super present with their kids. However, I found that a lot of this, and I know it's going to be a little controversial to say, But a lot of the moms that were really successful, their significant other, their husband, their partner took a step back in order to give space for the mom to thrive in the business. And so when you're a mom, you feel this mom guilt if you're spending time in your business, but then if you're working and feeling like you're not paying attention to your business because you have to focus on your family, it's this really interesting role conflict. And I do wanna dive into this subject deeper in a later episode or something. Going back to the lessons I learned from these successful mom entrepreneurs, the third thing that they talked about a lot was just their overall wellness practice. Now, a lot of moms don't really have the best morning routine, 
But during their day, the one thing that I notice is most of them allocate some sort of time for self-care. And not necessarily self-care in the spa way, and I talk about this in my self-care episode, but in the way where they take time for themselves to either work on their mind, their body, their soul. So whether it is eating healthy or working out for 30 minutes a day or waking up early and journaling or meditating or whatever that is, each of these successful mom entrepreneurs have some sort of ritual that they do every day that they infuse into their lives in order to help make themselves better. So the three lessons, again, in summary that I learned from these mom entrepreneurs, and I'm not saying that if you don't do these things, you're not going to be successful. It's just the commonalities that I saw between all of these women that I interviewed. And again, the first one is outsourcing. Outsourcing help, whether it was childcare, housework, business help, or even mindset help. The second thing was having a supportive partner. And again, partner can mean having a friend or a mentor. A partner could be your spouse. A partner can be a significant other, whatever that might be. But having someone really by your side to support you in all the ways that you might need or have gaps with. And the third thing is having an established wellness practice. So working on your mindset, working on your physical health, working on your spiritual health, whatever that is, they embrace that. So to wrap up, while I still absolutely love interviewing successful moms in business and I do want to keep talking to them, I want to expand outside of just talking business and life because I believe that with more intention, a positive mindset, and more self-care, you can thrive in motherhood, business, and life. Tune in next week to learn more about the Mommies on a Call podcast. I can't wait to have you along on the journey. See you next week, Mommy Pod. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Power Mom Minute Podcast. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for the episode and other goodies over at powermomminute.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Each week, I'll be reading some of those reviews on air. So stay tuned and you might just hear yours. Thank you so much again, beautiful mamas, and I'll see you here next time.